You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadine Bible Reading Plan and Charles River Church. To have your own copy of this reading plan sent straight to your inbox, you can sign up at charlesriver.lmd.church. For more information about Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks or sections based on themes it was designed to be read in so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Psalm 61 through 65. 59 verses today. To the choir master with stringed instruments of David. Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you, when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. Selah. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Prolong the life of the king. May his years endure to all generations. May he be enthroned forever before God. Appoint steadfast love and faithfulness to watch over him. So I will ever sing praises to your name as I perform my vows day after day. To the choir master, according to Jejuthun, a psalm of David, Psalm 62. For God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. How long will all of you attack a man? to batter him like a leaning wall, a tottering fence. They only plan to thrust him down from his high position. They take pleasure in falsehood. They bless with their mouths, but inwardly they curse. Selah. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. On God rests my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. In the balances they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no trust in extortion. Set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart on them. Once God has spoken, twice I have heard this, that power belongs to God, and that to you, O Lord, belongs steadfast love, for you will render to a man according to his work. A Psalm of David, when he was in the wilderness of Judah. Psalm 63. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. 
so I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. To the choir master, a psalm of David, Psalm 64. Hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. Preserve my life from dread of the enemy. Hide me from the secret plots of the wicked, from the throng of evildoers, who wet their tongues like swords, who aim bitter words like arrows, shooting from ambush at the blameless, shooting at him suddenly and without fear. They hold fast to their evil purpose. They talk of laying snares secretly, thinking, who can see them? They search out injustice, saying, we've accomplished a diligent search, for the inward mind and heart of a man are deep. But God shoots his arrows at them. They are wounded suddenly. They are brought to ruin with their own tongues that turn against them. All who see them will wag their heads. Then all mankind fears. They tell what God has brought about and ponder what he has done. Let the righteous one rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him. Let all the upright in heart exult. To the choir master, a psalm of David, a song. Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgression. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. The one who by his strength established the mountains being girded with might, who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell at the end of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with showers, and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. Today we get some more Psalms of David, and what I really want to draw our attention to is how David understands so internally, so deeply, the the creature-creator distinction, where God is the creator, and he is the provider of all good things, of 
food, of rain, protection. Over and over, he calls him his rock. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against my enemy. He understands that he, as a creature, he has responsibility. God has given humanity the responsibility to partner with him in order to create, in order to to, to spread his glory over the face of the earth. But that is something that man cannot do on his own because there is this is a sinful dangerous world and david understands that without the lord without his rock without the strong tower that is god david is doomed because the temptation for humanity is to forget god to take matters into our own hands and to establish ourselves as something david understands that without the lord he is nothing And he says here in Psalm 61, For you, O God, have heard my vows. You've given me the heritage of those who fear your name. And then he asks him, Prolong the life of the king. May his years endure to all generations. May he be enthroned forever before God. And so he's reflecting on the covenant that the Lord has made with him. You've heard my vows. You've given me the heritage of those who fear your name. God, back in in Samuel, God had promised that David would never lack somebody to sit on his throne. And so David here is calling that to remembrance. He's in a situation, we don't know exactly what the situation is, but he's in a situation where he's fearful or uh, in danger. And what he's doing is he's calling on the promises that God has made to him in order to maintain his, his, his faith, in order to maintain his steadfastness and order to to maintain uh, his ability to continue to do what it is that the Lord has called him to do. And I love how Psalm 62 begins, for God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence. For my hope is from him. He, so he's talking to himself he's talking to his own soul because his soul apparently needs a good talking to his soul his 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 thoughts his emotions seem to be wandering they seem to be straying away there's fear and, and trepidation and so David talks to his soul and he calls to mind the things that are true the he goes on in, in 62 and talks about how those of low estate are but a breath and those of high estate are a delusion in the balances they go up they are together lighter than a breath so whether you're poor whether you're rich whatever, however powerful you are or however oppressed you are here on earth compared to the Lord you're but a breath and you put put them on the balances and they go up because they they have no weight compared to the Lord. And so what he does is rather than complain about that, he he calls out to God and finds comfort in that fact that power belongs to God and that to you, O Lord, belongs steadfast love for you will render a man according to his work. And so David is seeking to remain steadfast, immovable, faithful to the Lord by calling to mind the things that, the, that he knows about who, who the Lord is. And so uh, as we get to Psalm 65, 
he's talking about how praise is due to God. And, and to him, vows shall be performed. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgression. And then he talks about blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. So David is, is remembering that the Lord is the one. Though the, the situation currently does not seem great, the Lord is the one who is that salvation. He is the one who is that rock. He is the one who is the provider of all things. He, he ends today with, You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you've prepared it. So he's calling to mind even Garden of Eden imagery that God is the provider. He's the one who is uh, without whom we can have nothing. And so you water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with your showers and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. So he's looking out at the world that he sees and that world is reminding him and, and revealing to him something about the one who is the creator of that world. And he knows that the pastures of pastures of the wilderness overflow and the hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grains. They shout and sing together for joy. And so David, in seeing the abundance of the world, he turns that, he looks through that abundance to the one who is the provider of that abundance. And he celebrates God for who he is. And so as we wrap up today, I would ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell you tell you about who God is and, and where can you find delight and hope in that? What does this section of scripture tell you about yourself? And finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring while we were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.